Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies DC Sports Rundown on a Thursday. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG coming to you live by none other than the man, the myth, the legend that is the boss BJ. Uh, of course, we keeping it strictly DC and you know, it's a lot of things going on in this area that need to be addressed by us. And, you know, had the midnight rider and he, he he popped in the studio for a spell, you know, clocked in and did the damn thing. Now, we talked about Juan Soto. We talked about him on Sunday and his situation in 15 years, $440 million turned down. Um... A lot of people say, hey, I don't want that type of uh, that type of contract around my neck. And I get that. I do. And uh, we got the boss, BJ. I-, I know he's here. Hopefully he can hear me. Can he? Can he? Can he? Not yet. Yeah, I, if, yeah if you can hear me. I there you go. Loud and clear. I'm just, I'm just kind of roaming through the house and I can hear you fading. And then you hear Brian Jr. in the background telling me he wants to play PS5. <laughs> well, allow him to play PS5 because it's no near bedtime, you know. Tell him, Uncle Kevin, don't do not do bedtimes. Nobody has a bedtime. Stay up all night if you want. But uh, Juan Soto, not only did he turn down this, this contract, but also, uh-oh. He had to book his own flight to the All-Star game the other night. Well, to the All-Star festivities the other night. Now, what kind of Bush League class A, lower class A, fragonagle bullshit (laughs) is that? That the Washington Nationals, the Lerner family, had him book his own flight out of town. What, what What is that? Come on, help me out with that, DJ, please. I mean, you know, we we heard, you know, the they start the, the rumbles of that and trying to wonder, like, this, you know, that, that can't be true, right? You know, this, this is not how you would treat somebody that you're looking to sign for 15 years, 400-something million dollars. Um, I think it's, it just shows... If that's the get back to Juan for not signing that deal, that is the ultimate pettiness, and it shows the it shows you the class of your organization. It really, it really does. It's like you should you should want to treat your players and like you know, Leslie Juan Soto just came out and say this is a trash organization, blah blah blah, which he hasn't. But for him to have to com- catch a commercial flight on his own. And the team not chart or something, you know. I guess it is what it is. I would, I would, you know. This is something that's kind of new to us. I would love to know. And I know Scott. I think is is this his agent, Scott Boris? I, yes, I the great sure Scott his, Boris. Yeah. Yes, yes. Scott Boris said the Braves chartered um the flight for the their players. So and um. You know, it's it's got supposed to be. If that's what it is, and you know, I, you know, it's just like, is there a part missing? Did Juan Soto decide to leave at, you know, a time where maybe they already had his flight chart? We don't know. But if it is what what it's saying it is, and you know, National just kind of left him to dry. This is bush league. It's is it just it's classes and. This is like, if that is the case, why the hell would I want to sign with, with this organization now? And what's crazy, this dude goes out and he is the 2022 MLB Home Run Derby champ. And you want to get rid of this dude instead of coming to the table. And this is indicative of... Oh, 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 oh. you said they want to get rid of you don't offer somebody a 15-year, 400 million dollars contract that you want to get rid of. 
Yeah, but like, hold, hold on. But when you, when, if if I told you, BJ, I want to give you fifteen years, four hundred forty million dollars. You says no, that don't work for me, and I immediately say, well, all right, we're gonna trade you. Wait, wait, where's the where's the common ground? Where, 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 aren't we supposed to, you know, sit at we? Ain't we supposed to sit across the table? I take my pad, I write a number on the pad, slide it to you. Say, how about that? You say to me, oh no, big guy, cab drivers make more than that. I say, okay, how about this? And I slide it over to you. Say, oh no, Uber Eats drivers make more than that. And I I give you that final number and I slide it over to you. And you say, okay, I'll take that. And I'd be like, all right, don't tell nobody what you make. You'd be like, yeah, big guy, I ain't gonna tell nobody because I'm just ashamed of it as you are. You know, ain't that how it's supposed to work? Ain't we supposed to go back and forth and negotiate? Isn't that how negotiations work? It it it, it definitely is how negotiations work. And, you know, I don't know if that was just, I don't know if they negotiated it all. And that was just the offer the Nationals threw out. When I saw the offer, I was just like, for me, that that wasn't enough for 15 years. To be locked in this organization long term, it needed to be more than cash. And I'm I'm not trying to be on the greedy side, but you know, you're you're taking my whole career. You know, I need, you know, out of this organization decides it's gonna be, you know, because who you know, the learners own it right now. Who decide who's to say that in seven years the learners wanna sell it and that, you know, you get an owner where they just happy with revenue sharing and don't really want to win. You know, it's different. They like I if there's no negotiations and that's the the number they threw out there, it's kind of it's kind of a odd thing to do, you know, especially with dealing with an agent like Scott Boris, you would think that, you know, like hey, you know, like you said, you you throw, you hit Scott be like, hey, you know, what are y'all thinking? Give me a ballpark so we can try to hash this out if you really want to keep them. So I, I agree with you. And, and that's why I say it looks like they don't want to keep him because it's like, oh, you don't want to take this contract? Well, fuck it. Then we you can get the hell out. We'll just trade you. But the Nationals have money to spend. Myself and the Midnight Rider, we went down. We we looked at the biggest contracts they had. They got a bunch of one-year contracts that are coming off the books after this year. They have the longest-term contract after uh, Strasburg. I think it's like a three-year deal, but it's it's small money in baseball numbers if Juan Soto told you he wanted 500 million for 10 years you know okay because the thing is either way no matter what contract he signs it's guaranteed he's going to get that money regardless so I just I home run champ he he was entertaining Dodger fans. They 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 were saying you know let him become a Dodger and he may be he may become a Dodger because it seemed like everybody leave here and they go to the Dodgers and they win the World Series. You know, it, this is Bryce Harper all over again. This is uh, uh, Trey Turner all over again. This th- this is what that is. We're 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 repeating the same thing and expecting a, a different result here in DC. And you know what that is? That's the definition of insanity. So. I can't get with this. I can't ride with the learners on this. Not one bit because this is just, this is not how you conduct a business. This is not how you run a team. And I'm not a baseball man, but I'd be damned if I let my best player walk over a couple million dollars or he want to shave off some years. I'd be damned if I let him walk, but I'm paying a guy like Strasburg who hasn't played since when the world series. Uh, I'm not sure when the last time. Yeah, I'm not sure when the last time Strasburg played. Um, but you know, you make make some really good points, and you know, I'm not a baseball guy too. I know Juan Soto is incredibly talented. Um, but you know, if you are unloading a guy like that, you better be getting a lot back. It is. It better be franchise changing, and we know it can't. You can't guarantee it be franchise changing because uh, you know more than likely. Some of it is going to be draft picks that, you know, you're going to get back. And, you know, your draft picks are, you know, hit or miss, depending on, you know, the the draft pick and where it is and who's doing the drafting. So, I mean, if you're going, like, if Juan Soto goes, this has to be something where you're, you're 
building your organization for long term. You know what I'm saying? That that's that's the only way I can, you know, think about it. Like yeah, man, I, and that's what I'm saying. You know, prospects and draft picks. You're not gonna get, you know, uh, any. You might get some serviceable players back, but you, to me, it has to come back where this team is. Um, going on a a, a, a a tread of going up and staying up, like top of the division, you know, we're competing for a, a, a pennant yearly, division title yearly, you know, we're in the mix yearly. We, we, we're going to become one of the top franchises, you know. Um, or are the learners one of the, the, the these type of owners where they lucked into a World Series? You know, and they're happy with revenue sharing and, you know, the ballpark, the people that come to the ballpark coming and that's good for them. Is that, you know, is that what they are? I I couldn't tell you. I would hope that they're not that because. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't say that they lucked into a World Series. I think they caught lightning in the bottle finally. Because. Think of all the years they won a division. Think of all the years they had the best record in baseball. And after the All-Star break, that's when they always catch fire. And it catch fire, catch lightning in the bottom. They do it, but they never could get out of that either the first round, the, the ALDS, uh, or they would make it to the ALCS and just couldn't, couldn't produce anything. And you win, but then you dismantle that. I hate when teams win. And then right after they win, they got to dismantle the team. And that's and, and you, that's but you don't I, build back. And that's why I said I think they lucked in, backed into a World Series. It, we talk about you know a lot on this show about you know just quality of franchises, and you have franchises that you know are just futile, like the, the Lions, you know that don't really care about turning around. They're not interested in that. You know you have. It, but every so often, they luck into a good coach, a good team, and can make the playoffs or a deep run or whatever the case is. And I just think you so happen to have, uh, you know, I think that was Juan Soto's rookie year, wasn't it? Um, you had a healthy Strasburg for the first time in a long time. You had uh, crazy uh, Max. And a couple other really good, you know, you had a really good pitching staff. And they had to win a lot of games, I believe, to, to get in the damn playoffs, I believe. And they went on a hot streak. And, you know, you get there. And baseball, you know, every sport guy is different is different when it comes to playoffs. And I, re- I really believe that. And I, baseball is one of those sports where if you make it, yeah, a team might be superior, but. The, your, your skipper can get you to the World Series with the decisions, the moves, if you got the right type of pitching, the right hitters. It, it, it just, you know, like basketball, an A seed is not going to win the NBA championship. But as you get in as a wild card in NL to AL, you can dance your way right to the World Series if you get uh, hot. He'd almost won the NBA championship before. Yeah, shortened season. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Stop no. it. That Knicks team was dangerous and they were good. Yeah. They played really, really good ball and they were scrappy, man. Yeah, I I just don't think I'll, I'll, you'll ever see it. I don't, say, I don't think in my lifetime you'll ever see an AC, whether it's uh, basketball, whatever the seed is in football, they keep adding teams. Soon we're going to have all 30 teams make the damn playoffs. That's what it's going to be. But um, it's just baseball is different, though. You get there, and, you know, and like the, like the Nationals, prove, prove it. If you get there, you're super hot. Now you got – now you're in there, and now it's a whole different ballgame because you got two really good starting pitchers that mm-hmm. damn guarantee you a win. Because nobody can hit them. And then you just need the other guys to come through and, you know, keep up their end of the bargain. And, that, you know, that's what happened. They went and, you know, kind of grabbed everybody by the nuts and twisted. Now, I will say this about Juan Soto. 
he is a talent. He is he deserves any money that they give him. He deserved, excuse me, double the money. But now it says what now I read this from uh Bob Nightingale on Twitter. The Washington Nats have begun fielding preliminary offers for Juan Soto with seven teams already weighing in, including three in the NL West, Mariners, Padres, San Francisco Giants, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, the Yankees, and the Mets. Trade deadline is August 2nd, but the Nets will wait unless they get the right deal. You want prospects back. And to me, I'm going to be honest with you, this may, I don't i don't know if it'll upset the Midnight Rider. I, it may upset the Boss BJ, but I got to say it. Juan Soto would look good in pinstripes. Real good. That's all I'm going to say. Him and Aaron Judge in the same lineup. Look real good in pinstripes. That's all I'm gonna say. But you talking how about far do they have? But the thing is, y'all got all, y'all got all the talent in the world, and y'all can't y'all can't break a wet paper bag. So Man, would you add another? It's, it's a learning. Y'all can't mumble with what y'all got. It's a learning curve. Stop it. Stop it. It's How many called, championships we got? Called, 27. How many championships called, we got? 27. It's called, it's called throw money at it and hope and hope at some point it'll produce a championship. That's the New York Yankees. Hey, and guess we, what? We're not gonna, we're 27 not times it's done it. We're not going to build. We're just going to throw Wait, money you at say it. That? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One thing, even though this D.C. sports runs down, what you're not going to do is come for my Yankees. Because Derek Jeter, Bernie Williams, Mariana Rivera all came through the farm system. That's the last the thing y'all built. Oh, That's the right, last thing right <laughs> You being blasphemous and disrespectful. You still hate us, don't you? You um, still hate us. I don't know. Hate is a strong word. It's just like, you know, everybody can't buy it with despise Some It's not my fault. Some teams have to back in. Don't want to run after the all-star break, get in and get scratched. Some teams just don't have, hey, you make $30 million. We need we need you to be Mr. October this year. Man, get your money up, not your funny up. That's all I got to say. You get your money up, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you can get yourself one of these 27 rings that we wear. 27 pennants. Remember that. Everybody grows that grows up wants to wear pinstripes. Junior wants to wear pinstripes, you know. And you know what? I think that's what I'll do. I'll go out Saturday. I'm going to Leeds. I'm going to buy him his first Yankee hat. That's what I'll do. Buy my nephew his first Yankee hat. And that'll be our stream where I'm burning a Yankee. <laughs> we, can, we can live stream me burning a Yankee hat. Don't you bring that Yankee nonsense in this house. <laughs> 10 million views. But all in all, on this Juan Soto thing, the Nets seem like they have given up. They seem like they've thrown in a towel. They don't want to negotiate. They don't want to talk. This is a done deal, and he's gone to the highest bidder. And I think this is a big mistake, a really, really big mistake. Maybe it's the years. Maybe it's the money. But whatever it is, I mean, negotiations are supposed to be you never you never accept the first offer. Never. You never accept the first offer. So if they expected him to accept the first offer, and I'm sure I'm not sure if the 15 years, 440 million dollars was the first offer, but that's just a little long. You know, I, I let's try something like seven to eight, maybe 10 years. And and we put a nice round number on it where he's making at least 25, 26 million dollars a year. You know, he's making some real, real paper, you know, let, let, let's try to do it like that. But the Nats have thrown in a towel and they've given up. So I, I am not, uh, I'm looking at them with the side eye. Like, what are you doing? You, you hedging your future over pennies, in my opinion, because the learners got money. They got deep pockets, you know? Only thing that before this, the only thing the learners ever did that that rubbed me the wrong way, they bought Landover Mall and tore, tore it down. That's the only thing they ever did that rubbed me the wrong way, because they could have revitalized that. But that's another story for another time. But 
before we jump into the next subject, do you feel the same way, boss? Do you feel that they've thrown in the towel and they've given up and they're going to mortgage the future on a what if instead of a near surefire thing? You still there, brother? Yeah, did you, 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 you didn't, it cut out, didn't it? I, I, it didn't cut out. I got a phone call, and I missed everything you said, so you had to run that by me again. <laughs> I said, before we jump to the next thing, is it is it safe to say that the, the Nats have given up? They've hedged their future from going, they're going from a surefire, a kind of surefire thing with Soto to uh, up in the air possibility this might work thing with these prospects. And even if it's draft picks with the, the Midnight Riders say prospects. What if these prospects never come up? What if they never make it past AAA? I mean, and that, they never, they never get the, out of Potomac. That's that's the risk you're taking. I mean, but what's the other side? What's the flip side? You're gonna have a Bradley Bill in the Nationals. You're gonna have Bradley Bill in the Nationals uniform. You're gonna have you're gonna be paying this guy no, all his see, money, and mm-hmm. they're gonna be last place in their division every year. But see, Soto Soto actually shows up. No, he no, he up. does. No, 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 he does. That's that's not that's not the problem. The rest of the team is. Mm. So you you sign Juan Soto, and then what? Then what? What's what's the rest you, of the team? The Nationals are last now, twenty seven and a gotta, half games back. Yeah, 20, and with they, this, with the current team, with the current team. They they're they're what two three years removed from an, uh, a World Series title. Yeah, and look at how many players they have on seven and a half games back. One and nine in their last ten. Fifteen mm-hmm. and thirty six at home. Mm-hmm. Last, like they're they're last. they're twelve game they're twelve games off the Marlins out of second to last. Like they're not even like it. The Close. Marlins could. Could 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 get hot and maybe you know down the stretch catch somebody like the Nationals have no chance and that's what I'm saying. You sign Juan Soto, then what? Then what do you have? You you still don't have shit. Well, that's true, but I mean, this is maybe this is the foundation being poured for a young squad because the, the squad that won the, the World Series is a little older. They 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 were a little older. But maybe this is because look at how many guys either left or retired and some guys not even in the league anymore. But the Midnight Rider says this is why they're taking the top three or four prospects and two young MLB uh, MLB guys. And you look at injuries, age right now this, of this roster. But think about this. What was it? Was it the was the 69 Mets? That were that were like twenty some odd games out of first place and got hot after the All Star break and wound up winning it all. Talk to me about the Nets and their record when the season ends because they this team always is double digit games out of first place and they they go and they run, they run. Not saying it's going to happen this year, but it always happens. This is like a cardiac Nationals team. They give you a heart attack second half of the season because you'd be like. Oh my God, they coming back! Oh my God! Oh shoot, they bought it! Oh my God, they won! And your heart beats out of your chest, but it feels so good to watch them win like that. That's their yeah, special. I mean, at, at at what point do you just become you lay the foundation for a good franchise and you become a good team, and you you're not doing this at the end of every year? Yeah, but because you got it. You got to start with that one guy. The Braves and the Phillies aren't doing it. What, what, the the, what are the Phillies doing? The Dodgers aren't doing it. The Yankees. The Phillies haven't been dominant since they won the World Series and before with uh, Ryan Howard. Now, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they're not constantly in last place. If they have an off year, they might be back a couple spots. They're not constantly in last place. You mean? I know we got to move on to the next set. Let me tell you what I think this is. 
I think this is they're going they they've given up on Juan Soto. They're going to get some prospects and stuff back. If those prospects and stuff work out, and they end up you know you know panning out great. If they don't, but I think this will always be a franchise that hey come see the come see the game, come see come watch the uh, the the presidential mascots race, have fun, bring the family, and see you next year. That's that's what this is. That's what this is. That's what the Orioles have become. It's like they took and they taken a blueprint of the Orioles, but they just got lucky and won a World Series. The Orioles are, are even worse. Hey, this is Camden Yard. Shut the hell up. Come sit down. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the Orioles are. Yeah, that's what the Orioles are right now. Camden Yards, come enjoy this. Look at the warehouse. Get you a crab cake. Shut the fuck up and sit down. That, that's what the <laughs> Orioles are right now. No, they don't care about winning. They don't, that, 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 that franchise, they have, they their payroll, I believe the last time I looked at their p- entire payroll was 30-something million dollars, which is a joke. Yeah, they don't care about winning at all. They, they, they don't. don't. They, they're beyond caring about winning. Now, if, if you had a formula and you've proven, hey, we know how to scout. We know how to draft. We're going to put, we, 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 feel, we feel one of the 10 youngest teams in the league, but we win. We're going to add a vet here and there, but we're going to win. We're going to be, we're tired of the Yankees beating our asses. We're tired of Boston beating our asses. They haven't made that commitment. Never. That's the frustrating part. When you, when you, when you, when you're a fan of a team, you know, a diehard fan, whether it's baseball, basketball, and you get your ass kicked constantly by your division opponent, and you you look at your teammate just like, huh? Like I said, crab cakes and cannon yards. What's you know <laughs> what the hell with winning? Come on down. Let and me throw this out to your you. Ass, home runs left and right. <laughs> hit you they hitting your warehouse. Yeah. Like, like damn. Let, let me throw this out what to you. you. Got to throw out? And then we're gonna move on. I'm looking at the the Orioles uh twenty twenty two salary. You'll never guess the oldest player on their on their on their uh, salary list. The oldest player on their salary list is probably twenty-four. No, and we're talking all together. Their their whole salary, all, all their payroll for the whole year is forty-six million dollars. They still owe a half a million dollars to Bobby Bonilla, who's fifty-nine. They so how, how he, much? A half a they a half a million dollars this year, five hundred thousand to Bobby Bonilla. This year, that they had to pay him. Bobby Bonilla is raking in bread from not only the Orioles but from the Mets, and uh, I think somebody else. But he's raking in money. That's why we July first is always Bobby Bonilla Day because that's when they pay him. But he's still on their books and hasn't played in almost twenty years. I want his agent. I want somebody to love me that much to pay me at fifty nine, sixty years old for a job that I used to do. In my twenties and thirties and early forties, and you would think that the Bobby Bonilla payment is like fifty million dollars. I mean, like I said, they—it's just a just a bad run franchise, man. And it's sad because yeah. if you ask me, if you ask me, I know the Nationals are closer. But the Orioles were here first, and you can't even look up there because every time you look up there, I think they had a little win streak lately. But every time you look up there, they're getting their asses. You know, and it's true. Actually, you know, someplace I would like to go. I know, I, I know, I keep saying it, but it's someplace I would like to go. I'm gonna try to go to Canada Yards to experience a game. You know, experience some food, experience a game. Um. You know, but it is what it is. We got to move on to the next topic. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on. Uh, keeping it DC. Here we go. It's the NBA off season. Free agency is open, and they're talking about Kevin Durant and where he's going to end up. And a lot of people in DC newspapers, oh, the Wizards are going to make a big push for Kevin Durant. And I'm going to say this. And I mean this with every fiber of my 
being, I mean it unequivocally, what the hell would Kevin Durant want to come here for? He's already said he does not want to play here. I was telling Keefe from the block, Durant does not want to come here. He does not want to play at home. Do you understand the headache that that man would go through playing here? Sometimes, sometimes you got to take yourself out of the environment the that you grew up in. What's the headache? The headache? Yeah, being tell around, me what the headache. Being, okay. Let's use you for an example because you're a seat pleasant guy. Outside of the tight knit crew that you have right now, mm-hmm. you know, you know, every when you're a celebrity, when you're a star, what happens? You know when what happens when you're in this area. Everybody wants to know you. Everybody wants to get to you. Everybody wants to be around you. And you saying that's not like that in Brooklyn with him? I'm not. I'm not saying it's not like that in Brooklyn, but it's ten times worse in your hometown. That's why a lot of players don't play in their hometown. I don't see how Russell Westbrook plays in L.A. Being a California kid, being an L.A. kid. You know why? Because I don't see how. how I don't see how. You know why? Because he knows how to say "fuck all." Yeah, yeah, you can say that. You you got every right to say that. But then you also have those haters. But 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 I, I just I can't I can't agree with that because Kevin Durant gets hate from everywhere. His burner yeah, yeah, account. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. When I say those haters, I mean those haters that 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 will take your life because they can't have what you have. Doors unlocked. Somebody went outside. That that, that 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 that's something that happens everywhere, but it's worse. In your hometown, because it's worse with the crabs in the barrel. I can't. Oh, he think he's so good because you know he from here. I can't agree with you, bro. Because if let's just say if Kevin Durant came here, I understand what you're saying. I just I just can't agree with it because Kevin Durant's gonna live in Herndon, Ashburn, Potomac, with in a gated community with security. Mm-hmm. Nobody, he, mm-hmm. nobody he knows is going to have access to him. Nobody that he doesn't want to have access to him is going to have that, access. And to that's him. true indeed. But think about this. Think about local kid comes back home. Now he he he's hailed a hero in this area because he made it. He's hailed the hero, and quite honestly, you know, they 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 put him on a pedestal. And he, he he's one of the most gifted scorers to ever play the game of basketball. Let's just say that. I don't care what they say about him being 6'9". The dude's like 7'1". And can do things that you shouldn't be able to do at 7'1". And he leaves you in awe at times. I love his game. I love his philanthropy. I love all of that. I don't like to see him cry online, though, about not getting respect. Fuck the people that don't respect you. But coming back home, it just seems like a mistake to me. But what is here, team-wise, what is here to make him say, you know what, I got a chance. Because they're just one piece away. They're one Kevin Durant away, and I'm Kevin Durant. I can come to Washington <laughs> and win one. What would make See, him want to come to D.C.? That, that's, that's Kevin Durant's problem now. He's a, he said he's a god. So any team he chooses to go to, it's supposed to be instantly a title contender. And he and that and that's what I'm saying. Wherever he goes, if he goes in the Knicks, the 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 expectations for Kevin Durant is a title, not to get past the first round, because <laughs> he's put he's putting a different target on himself since going to Golden State. So if he goes to Utah, if he goes to Sacramento, the the expectations for him is to win a title. Period. Whatever team he goes to, because he said he said out of his mouth, he's a god. Now hold on. He said, "Isn't that, that is, is yes he did?" And I'm gonna address that in a second. But going somewhere and winning the title isn't that the whole point of playing the game? You played the game. You played to win the game. You played to win titles. You don't play to get to the playoffs. You don't play to get to the play-in game, which is what Minnesota did, crying and and, and stuff because they beat a play-in game. You don't play the game for that. You play to win the Larry O'Brien trophy. Can he do that here? No, he cannot. It's it's a lot of play. He can't do it in Brooklyn. 
he can't do it if he go to Utah. He can't, you know what I'm saying? He has, no, my thing is, if he came here, like I said, that, that would be for, one, you win a title for your hometown. You put your hometown on the map. You change the Wizards organization forever to someplace that people really don't care for, don't really want to go to, hey, Kevin Durant's there. Let's try this out. And you, you, you change, just like the Lakers in yesteryear, you know, you know, it's always been Los Angeles and, you know, people want to go there and play. But, you know, Kareem, Magic, Elgin, but those, those guys molded that franchise. This franchise, it still can be molded, actually. It can and be. It, you know, I agree. It, and that's, that's what I'm saying. The Lakers can't be molded no more. The Lakers are the Lakers. You go to the Lakers and you have some type of superstar power you're expected to win a championship. That's not the expectations here in Washington. So, you, you, you know, you know what? And, and you and you say, you know, the expectation, you know, it should be to win the championship, but but KG, that's 90% of the players is not. Carmelo Anthony's not Get going it. nowhere for his whole his whole career. His 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 his, his MO wasn't to win no damn championship. No, it was a score. He did. And he destroyed the he destroyed the Knicks roster. He's ninth on the all time scoring list, which which I just shake my head at because his name is up there with people that actually mean something in NBA history. Not just run and shoot for twenty years. Vince Carter ran and jumped for twenty years. Melo had the green light for twenty years. Like I just it, it, look, it's just like it's it's watered down to me. If you tell and somebody you got to. You got the green light for 20 years just to shoot. Everybody's getting out your way so you can shoot. You better be ninth on the damn scoring list, but that don't mean you're worth being on there. Okay, think so, about this. And, and hold on, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm not saying this to hurt your feelings. Think about this. You remember when T.O. signed with Buffalo? Yep. And it was very little fanfare. He played pretty well, but it was very little fanfare. That's mm-hmm. the the reaction when KD if KD signs in Washington, that's the reaction. It's like okay, you're signing. Yeah, he signs a one year deal. So. They're not. It's it's not going to be any fanfare. Him and Kuzma will work well I together. Brandy Bill doesn't fit that. in that. I don't see it. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. It, there is no reason here, to come it here. Is it would be a huge deal because now it takes Washington from their ceiling of being a six seed and just making it so they don't have to play the playing game to expectations of getting out of the east that is a big deal yeah but the thing that's is that's a big that's a big deal but hold on out of 82 games how many of those 82 games are bradley bill kyle kuzma and kevin durant going to play together Bro, I look, you you, you gotta have really, all three. Really, how many people how many, how many, how many break, games are gonna play? Let me break down what you predicted for the Wizards over the last couple of years. This has been seasons that you predicted fifty to fifty-five plus wins for this sorry ass team. Because they had the talent to do so. But and what I happened every they, year? Bradley Bill was shut it down. And I and I already know that. Out, out of four years that I predicted, I got one year right where they won over fifty games, and now and they they, they they it was the over under of sixty, and you said under. I think I said over, and they missed sixty. I think what did they win? Fifty eight games, fifty seven games. Bradley Bill is not a dog. We are we you know, and I'm not gonna put that in your mouth. I'm saying he's not, and I'm saying that the Wizards bravely overpaid for this guy, and I I, I really don't expect him to fulfill this contract. This is the team he had to sign with to get that max contract. He play a year or two and say, oh, this isn't working. I want out. That's what all of these players are doing. But it would be dumb to go somewhere else and lose, you know, what was he going to leave on the table? $60 million? Mm-hmm. Now he can play. Now he can play and play for a year. You know, because a, a lot of people seem to think, oh, Brad gives his all this, that, and the other. I'm not one of those people. I feel like that if you can't, Kevin Durant, say what you want about him, 
if he goes to a team, there can you know if they have if they have talent to be a eighth seed in the East, he automatically makes them top four just because of his talent. You cannot say the same thing about Bradley Bill. If you put him and Damian Litter on, if you traded him to Portland, that's still a playing team. <laughs> it's just like that's still a playing team. Now, if you trade him to Phoenix and he got Devin Booker, Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and he get he get to get lost in that mix. All right, you then we talking about something. You trade him to the Lakers, where it's still LeBron's team, you still got Russell, you still got AD, he gets to get lost in that mix. Cool. But if you trade him to the Knicks and expect him to bolster that roster, that's still a play in team. So then why are we playing this dude $250 million? Yeah. I, every, year, every year you predicted that. I already know what Bradley Bill is. He's not durable. He hasn't proved to be durable. That's that's another thing that – that's another reason why you don't pay somebody that much money because you haven't proven to be durable. Like, let let, let me say this. this and then, Three out of the five seasons, you gonna shut it down at the All Star break? Yeah. Shit. When he shut it down, when they went down to the bubble, and they played, what did they play? Nine games, and he played none of those games right before the bubble started. Ah, uh, my shoulder's not right, dog. You realize before they restarted the bubble, that everything was shut down for two months. Your shoulder didn't heal enough for you to play with them young boys. Mm-hmm. You, you, he lost. Bradley Bill lost my confidence in him, my respect for him as a player, because you shut it down when this team needed you the most, when they needed you for at least one final hurrah, lead them into battle one time. Even if you didn't play all nine games and you only played seven or eight, fine, but you were out there. You didn't even show up to the bubble, dog. You didn't even show up to the bubble. Like you could have brung your family down. And and been cool, chilling, maxing, relaxing. You didn't even show up. I couldn't see myself in good faith paying him that type of money. That's why I said no to the money. Not because of his skill set, but because of his heart. I don't know if your heart is here with this franchise. I mean, I question the skill set too. I mean, like I said, if you got if you got green light to shoot, you better score 30. And, and you know he's NBA. You should need. You should be scoring more than that. And he had a couple games when he went on. But here's the thing: everybody say, "Well, he won two scoring championships. How many playoff wins did that attribute?" He won two scoring titles. How many? How many playoff wins did that attribute? I, I, not near one in my book. Not near one in the official book. And what I'm saying is, if Kevin Durant comes here, that's not going to change Bradley Bill's heart. When him and John was here, they couldn't get it going. You put him and Durant together with Kuzma, it's going to be a slow start, but I don't even see them getting it going. But Bruh, like I said from the top, what's the point of coming here? What is here that would make Durant say, you know what, I'm going home? Because you you got the headaches on the court, but then you got the headaches off the court. You may not agree with the headaches off the court, but I, I, I know for a fact everybody it, there is going to be no peace for Kevin Durant if he comes and plays for the Washington Wizards. There will be no peace because everybody no, for him now. no, no, no everybody's going to want a piece of him. Whether it be ESPN 630, Team 980, 106.7 The Fan, everybody's going to want it. Yeah, but the thing is, it's different. This, it is different when you're home. He, it is he don't way have the different. Heart to do it, bro, he don't have the heart to do it anyway. So it is like it's a moot point. <laughs> we, if you if you put Brad and Kevin Durant on the same team, you still don't have a full heart. So it, it's just like a moot point. It's just like you know you he has to if he goes to L.A. You think he's not gonna get he would get bombarded way worse in L.A. Just the media alone, he would be on the other side of the country from family, friends, and D.C and get bombarded way more from L.A. He's getting bombarded from the New York media. Yeah, now, uh, when Bradley, I say- Bill never, Brad, Bradley Bill never won a scoring title. 
He didn't win the scoring title two years. I swear he he, he was scoring champ I twice. Think he was, I think he was second, second or third. It was one year he shut it down. It uh, two games left. Twenty twenty one season that he was. I I want to say he was second because it's say thirty one point three a game, and that was his career high. And then the mm. year before was thirty at thirty and a half. Um, but hmm. uh, my my yeah. my fault. Correction. No, 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 no. It, it's it's because I, I I you know I'm just like am I am I shorting him? That boy ain't want, never won no damn scoring title. But let me say this. You 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 know we all know about the comment that Durant made where he said he's a god. And I, I laughed at it because he wrote God with a lowercase G. And I was like, you might as well go ahead and call me an atheist because I don't believe in you with that one. But that's the part of Kevin Durant that I don't like, that he feels the need to defend himself on social media. Bruh, all you got to do is take a picture of your two finals MVPs, your two rings, and then your bank and then you go look at your bank account. People can say what they want online about you all day long. You don't have to respond. Because guess what? Them saying whatever they got to say about you, not liking you because it is calling you this, calling you that. You ain't got to make no burner account because dude, you're still rich. You're still a world champion twice two times over. That's the part that I don't like. Dog, remember who you are. If you're a god, you don't worry about what peasants think. That's the part right there. Now, as far as him coming to D.C., there is no reason for him to come to D.C. Stop it. Please stop. Please stop. What I do now? We still got one more day. We still got one more day of real work left. Please stop. What what I do now? Please stop. Wherever this this dude's going to go, just like Kyrie, he is going to get bombarded because, like I said, his expectations are to win a champ. Bradley Bill's expectations aren't even to win a championship. He just Which got it should be. And guess what? It, Doesn't I, that I, I rub you the wrong way as a Wizard fan? Doesn't that make you feel, I hate the term, but some kind of way? Don't it, that make you feel bad? So to, then why pay him that much money? Why pay? I, I just, I don't get that. Why am I paying somebody this amount of money and we're not even in the running for a championship. We are fighting the lower half of the Eastern Conference. Now, granted, I haven't seen him, Kuzma, and Porzingis on the floor. I think that I think that could be a good unit because Porzingis can score. Yes, Porzingis can mm-hmm. score. They got KCP out of there. I think for me, I, I that that was an experience. I know you 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 take him to get Kuzma. But they got rid of him to Denver. Thank God. He can stay there. You know what? You know why I like Kuzma and KCP? And I like them together? It's because of Big Jim. Big Jim had nothing but praise for those guys when they first came up. And he he, he talked about them being Lakers and everything. And I was like, okay, these guys are pretty good. I didn't. I thought getting rid of KCP was like getting rid of one of your hired guns. Just my opinion, he, though. He, he, he needs to come off the bench and not start. He was coming that, off the bench a, for a little while. Yeah, yeah, but he he was playing big minutes, and that's not if he's playing big minutes on your team, you short staff. You know, it, it, it just is what it is. You know, it, you know, good defensive energy, good three ball at times, um, but nah, nah, nah. Um, but you know, they got Thomas Bryant ran back to the Lakers. Um, you know, uh, we'll see, we'll see how this team, how this team, how this team does, man. Like I said, if get a healthy Porzingis, uh, you know, and, and kind of go from there, man, and, and just see what they can do, bro. I, I mean, I'm, I really, I really want to see what Porzingis can do, man, because in New York, he was an animal, man. He was an yeah, animal in New York. He got it back a little bit in Dallas. I mean, he averaged twenty in Dallas, um, basically while he was there. You know, he and he wasn't he wasn't the number one, and you know, because of course Luca is, and the it says he played seventeen games for Washington, averaging twenty two. 
then I, I didn't see not one Porzingis game. I had gave up on the Wizards season. I was done. After Brad <laughs> shut it down, I was just like, the hell with this, man. We got to we gotta, we gotta get out of here, bro. We've been almost on full 50 minutes. Yeah, we got to go. Um, I will say this. The rumors of Durant coming to Washington, KD coming to Washington. Washington fans, please, get the delusion of grandeur out of your head because KD can come here all he wants. He's not going to be happy. You're not going to win. I'm sorry. Until you, you build a great foundation where you're missing that one superstar piece, it's not going to happen. Now, if he would have came here during the big three era with Gil, uh, 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 Jameson, and, and, and Karan Butler, oh, yeah, that's championship all day. Them boys had heart under Eddie Jordan, and they did nothing but run. But this ain't that type of team. This team has good coaching, but the players are a little shaky. So just my opinion. As always, if you got a problem with my opinion or anything that was said in the show, Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Or you can hit one of the DMs on social media. Always willing to debate back and forth. But I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe this offseason. So that's all our time. Let's get up out of here. Um, That's the boss, BJ. I'm the big guy, KG. The Midnight Rider, Ben, was in the text window. Appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you for coming through. Until next time, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here.